I'm Charis. And this is Ona. And you're listening to Rico on Treks in Sci-Fi. Hey folks, it's Rico and this is Treks in Sci-Fi, podcast number 183 for July the 20th, 2008. We're going to have another fun-filled, packed, geeky show for you. Going to look at uh, a lot of different things. Uh, Primarily later in the show, we'll be doing a full commentary on the Deep Space Nine episode Shattered Mirror. This uh, that episode's the last, I think, of the Mirror Universe stories set uh, on Deep Space Nine or in that uh, universe, I guess I should say. Also, going to talk a little bit about the new Batman movie that I saw. Don't worry, I won't give any spoilers out because I know it's only been out a couple of days. But I, I went to see it yesterday, so I'll be talking about uh, what I thought about that soon here on the podcast. Uh, some Trek news, some interesting little things going on the past week or so about the movie and otherwise. So, um, hey, let's get started. Again, yes. Welcome back to the show. Welcome to Treks in Sci-Fi for the week, everyone. Welcome to new listeners. Welcome to listeners that have been here since 2005, even. Yes, coming up on, on three years uh, of doing the podcast. Uh, this, uh, in I guess the early part of September, will be three years uh, for doing Treks in Sci-Fi, and uh, it's still just as much fun and as interesting as ever for me. I'm still loving doing the show, and uh, we're going to keep at it. So the first thing I wanted to talk about and just uh, remind people of uh, people that listen to the podcast, people on the forums, uh, just fans of the show, we are still going to, I'm still going to do this video show in about two weeks now for podcast number 185. And what that uh, the idea there is that I wanted people to send in a video clip of them talking about and commenting on their favorite uh, Star Trek episode. This uh, it should be you know no longer than five minutes would be great. You know three four minutes. Uh, you know three four or five minutes in that kind of time frame would be ideal. And you can slide in a couple of little clips from the episode if you want. I can put them in too. Uh, but uh, just uh, create some kind of little video. I think I can accept most video formats, MPEG-4, uh, something like that, H.264, if you know what that means. Those kind of uh, format compressions work pretty good. Uh, I can still accept uh, 
Windows uh, Media Video or whatever, WMV, I think, with the program I'm going to use. So uh, if you have any questions about any of the technical details of it, you know, shoot me an email at treksf at gmail.com. But, uh, and, uh, and maybe even mention uh, the episode you're going to be talking about. I'm trying to get a variety of them. I know there are some that are fan favorites, and a lot of people might be picking the same episode. But the, uh, the deadline for this would be the last weekend of uh, July or early August. The podcast I'm targeting is 185 for this. So today is 183. Next week will be 184. So the, the two weeks from uh, today will be podcast 185. So it'll have to come out to me before that, uh, which would be no later than like the, the 1st of August, 1st or 2nd at the latest of August to get me that video uh, really, the first that Friday would probably be best, uh, so I can assemble the clips and add my own little bits to it and things. So I think it's going to be a lot of fun, and uh, I'm looking forward to hearing from everyone. Okay, as far as news, uh, Star Trek movie-related news, there was a uh, a new thing that came out this week, uh, something uh, announced and shown, which is pretty cool, and I wanted to tell people about it if you don't know. Uh, for Comic-Con, which is going to be, I believe it's the last weekend of July, I think in two weeks or so, uh, they have, uh, Paramount is doing a set of four posters, which are sort of little teaser posters for the movie, which show four of the characters from the film. Uh, they show uh, Chris Pine as Kirk, uh, Zachary Quinto as, uh, of course, as Spock, which he's in the makeup, which for the first time you sort of get to see that. Uh, and uh, they show the actress, what's her name again, Zeldana? Oh, I forget her last name. Uh, Zoe Zeldana, I guess that's how you say it. Sorry, her first name is Zoe. Zoe or Zoe? Zeldana, she's uh, playing Uhura, she's in a poster, and then uh, Eric Bana, who's playing the villain, uh, Nero, he is in a poster as well. So that's four posters, and it's done in a neat little effect uh, of the Delta Shield, uh, you know, the Star Trek insignia on their uniforms that they wear, that kind of little A-shaped Delta Shield. And they also use different colors, the three main colors for the main uh, sort of primary colors in the uniforms they had in the original series, uh, yellow, blue, and red for the different characters appropriate to their character. Uh, Kirk for the yellow command area, Spock, uh, blue, science, and uh, Zoe or Zoe, uh, Uhura in red, and Eric Bann has kind of got a black background. Anyway, it's a very cool set of posters. People going to Comic-Con are going to be able to pick these up, and it's a very nice little teaser um prelude to the movie not coming out, of course, until next May, May 8th, uh, 2009. So uh, check it out. I'll have a link uh, in the podcast notes to this. There's also uh, an image on my main site, treksandsci-fi.com, where you can check these out. I found a uh, another uh, cool little story link uh, over at trekmovie.com. This is a, a set of photographs of different uh, Trekkies kind of in costume and in their own homes and things. It's by a photographer named Steve Schofield, uh, who's a pretty famous uh, photographer. He's This is, uh, I think it's just British sci-fi fans, and basically they're made up in different costumes, and they show uh, them with some of their collectibles, that kind of thing. I will link it up in the podcast notes, but if you go to steveshofield.co.uk, you should find be able to find the full gallery there. Again, I'll link it in the podcast notes.
And the uh, the last uh, Trek-related story I wanted to pass on is about the uh, movie uh, and its premiere next uh, May, in uh, May 2009. So far, it looks like uh, this is going to be a, a very worldwide premiere for the film. Uh, they're going to come out uh, with the movie in a lot of other countries. And actually, the United States, coming out on Friday, May 8, 2009, is not the first place to see the movie. Uh, it looks like, from the list right now on the official site for the film, uh, which is over at StarTrekMovie.com, uh, you can see uh, they have a list up. And on Wednesday of that week, Wednesday, May 6th, it comes out in Belgium, France, and Switzerland. Then Thursday, there's a whole list of countries from Australia, uh, Argentina, some South American countries, Germany, Greece, New Zealand. I'm not going to go through all of them. Thailand, uh, Russia, Portugal. But there's, uh, again, that's on Thursday, May 7th. And then on my, May 8th, a, a whole bunch more. And, of course, the United States in there, Canada, Mexico, uh, Finland, Norway, Panama, United Kingdom is May 8th and so forth. So um, check out the list, uh, depending on what country you live in. I know we have uh, people listening to the podcast from other countries around the world. So check out uh, StarTrekMovie.com to find out when the movie will be premiering in your neck of the woods. I knew the mob wouldn't go down without a fight. But this is different. I've crossed the line. You've changed things. to them you're just a freak like me let's put a smile on that face There is one of the uh, TV ad spots for, of course, uh, the new Batman film, The Dark Knight, uh, which premiered, uh, at least in the United States here, just a couple of days ago on Friday, uh, July 18th, 2008. And uh, went to see it yesterday uh, with uh, my sons and my friend Mark, and uh, it was uh, amazing. I just, uh, the movie is great. Uh, Everything that people have been saying, the reviews, it's all true. It, this is a, a great film, not just a great, uh, you know, action Batman comic book film, but just a great movie in general. It, it's very well put together. The, the The story and the plot is solid. The acting uh, from all the actors and all the characters uh, are is just superb. I, it's just so well done. I'm so happy to. Uh, you know, it's it, there were for years. You know, me being a big comic fan and reading comics for years, it, it just took so long until we've gotten to the level of making some serious, very solid, very good representations of what uh, what you know these characters are like in the comics. And they're not goofy. They're not. They're not really funny. They're serious. They're people. And uh, I don't know really what else to. You know how much to say. I don't want to, of course, say much about the film itself. That you know, but everything that you're seeing in the previews is just a good little, a little taste of what you see in the movie. It's a, it's a two and a half hours about. Uh, it goes by very fast. I do want to see it at least maybe once or twice more. I know it's playing at IMAX and things, that, but it's just, it's really great. And I guess I have to say a little something about Heath Ledger. Uh, 
I, I still believe that uh, without getting into it too much, I, you know, it's very unfortunate of, you know, what happened with his death, but I still firmly believe that was just an accident. But he definitely threw himself into the role here, and uh, and I think his performance was superb and great. He, he, he just never for a second do you really think he's there's a guy here acting at all. I mean, he is this character. He is the Joker. And, you know, the same is true for Christian Bale as Bruce Wayne in Batman. And uh, in Batman Begins, and, and he just goes one step further, I think, with the character in this. There's 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 a lot more depth, I think, to this film uh, than the first one, or Batman Begins. I shouldn't say the first one. but And, and I'm not – it's not really like it, that that movie was – I mean, they're both great films. I, I thought that was a great film as well, and this one is too. But this is just kind of another little notch up or two and uh, – and like I said, not not that the um, the first one, Batman Begins, was bad by any means at all, but this one just is over the top in in how they do it. And I really love how they pull some of the other characters into it as well, more so than I had thought they were going to, because I tried pretty hard not to know everything before I saw the movie. So uh, I, don't, I guess I don't know what else to say. If you like this kind of stuff, you you, you should uh, be running to the theater to see it as soon as possible. You know, don't wait too long. It's fun to see it with some people. We actually went to an early show yesterday, early matinee, and uh, it was like an 11.45 in the morning show, and there were still quite a few people. And when we came out, it was fairly busy as well. It was kind of raining here in Michigan anyway, so I think that added to it a little bit uh, for people to go out to see the movies or to the movies and and to see this. So uh, it's just uh, I I really hope, again, it gets recognized for for the film it is and maybe when Oscars come along, even though I'm not a huge fan of awards and things I, I i just uh i don't necessarily agree with their choices but you know i can respect it sometimes and uh, this movie though i just even though it is a based on a comic i i hope they don't ignore it too much when it comes time to uh, give out the awards it, it really is very deserving of things and there's just a lot of neat little things in this movie that you, you just there, there's one little bit of music and sound that they do every time things start to get a little crazy and at first I thought there was something actually almost a little wrong with it and if you when you see the movie it's kind of a buzzing kind of noise I, I I'm ha- having a hard time figuring out how to describe it but if you haven't seen it or if you have seen the movie you'll know what I'm talking about if you've seen it and if you haven't you you know kind of pay attention to that and I I don't know it just really set the mood well the music. And, and just everything that they did here was, was great. Uh, and I don't want to take up too much of the show. we got to get to our um, our Trek episode here. But uh, anyway, The Dark Knight, go see it as soon as you can. Our ancestors were taken into slavery and seated amongst the stars. But we bring hope. We will throw down their false gods and set them free. We will be hosts to a scavenger race no longer. We search the stars for races to help us as allies. The Stargate takes us there. Join our SG team as we attempt to stop the ghoul. We are the fifth race. A Stargate SG-1 podcast. Find us online at thefifthracepodcast.com. That little uh, 
promo there uh, from the the Fifth Race podcast over at the Fifth Race Podcast.com comes from Justin and uh, I told him I would play that and uh, there you go check out their Stargate podcast I will link that up in the podcast notes this week. Okay, there's one other thing I wanted to talk about uh, real briefly before we get into the uh, Trek episode. I'm not going to do a uh, uh, theme song this week from a TV show, uh, kind of press for time, and I'm doing a few other different things. I wanted to talk about uh, Joss Whedon's little new project, uh, well, at least new, that's been showing up on online, uh, called uh, Dr. Horrible Sing-Along Blog. For people that are Joss Whedon fans, especially Buffy fans out there, he did an episode of uh, Buffy that I'm a big fan of. I think I've talked about before. Uh, Once More with Feeling, I think was the name of it. It was a musical episode of Buffy, and that sounds a little weird and funny, but if you've seen it and you're a fan of Buffy, you know what I'm talking about. It's it's, it's very well done. Joss just, uh, the guy just like oozes talent, and he, he can do pretty much everything and, and create little musical numbers uh, and, and tie them into something very dramatic and meaningful at the same time. But anyway, he's done this new uh, set of episodes uh, with um, some of his favorite uh, people to work with, it seems like. He's got... Uh, Nathan Fillion is in it as a superhero kind of guy. It's basically sort of a, a superhero, supervillain story, but kind of done campy in a way with, with songs also, of course. Like I said, it's a musical thing. It's done in uh, three acts. It's uh, If you go to drhorrible.com, uh, you can see it. It's also going to be available or is available on iTunes for download. And uh, I'm going to play just a little bit of it. Oh, Neil Patrick Harris is like the super villain Dr. Horrible in this. And he's just great. Uh, and this song is he's kind of in love with this girl uh, who's played by Felicia Day, who I'm also a big fan of. She appeared in Buffy, and she's also in this uh, little web series called uh, The Guild, uh, which is sort of a group of players that uh, do an online MMO type game together. Watch the guild.com. Uh, Check that out too. But anyway, uh, Dr. Horrible, played by Neil Patrick Harris, is sort of uh, has a crush on Felicia Day's character, Penny, in this. And this is a little bit of a song I'm going to play is he, when he sees her at the uh, laundromat each week when they're doing their laundry. So listen to this, and you'll get a little bit of a, a feel and a taste for it. Ed not sleeping. Long time watcher, first time writing, blah, 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 blah. You always say in your blog that you will show her the way, show her you are a true villain. Who is her, and does she even know that you're... Laundry day, see you there, under things... Humbling. Wanna say, love your hair. Here I go, mumbling. With my freeze ray, I will stop the world. With my freeze ray, I will find the time to find the words to tell you how, how you make, make me feel. What's the phrase? Like a fool. Kinda sick, special needs, anyways. With my freeze ray, I will stop the pain. It's not a death ray or an ice beam that's all Johnny Snow. I just think you need time to know that I'm the guy to make it real. The feelings you don't dare to feel. 
and we'll make time stand plan, rule the world, you and me, any day, love your hair, what, no, I, I, I love the air, <laughs> anyway, with my freeze ray, I will stop, hey, Doc, yeah, that's just, uh, it's just great, that's Neil Patrick Harris, good old Doogie Howser singing there, uh, I, I just love what Joss does with these. The The Buffy episode was fantastic. Uh, again, check it out on uh, drhorrible.com, also on iTunes. Okay, let's get right into uh, this Deep Space Nine episode, Shattered Mirror. And since I'm full commentary-ing, is that a word? Full commentary-ing? I don't think so. If, since I'm doing a full commentary on the episode, I'm just going to start playing it and start chatting away for um, for the next 45 or so minutes. So let's do it. All right, here we go. Jake Sisko looking over the promenade. Enjoying the view. Oh, I'm, I'm stuck on this new story I'm working on, and coming here helps me... No need to explain, Mr. Sisko. I just thought... You just thought what? I thought you were going to ask me to leave. <laughs> Why would I do that? You always used to chase me away. I never chased you away. I chased Nog. You just happened to be with him. So, unless you're planning on flicking sand peas at the passing throng, you're welcome to stay here as long as you like. I don't have any sand peas. You miss him, don't you? Nog? <laughs> Maybe a little. A little? There isn't a day goes by that I don't see him standing here, pining away for that no-good nephew of mine. I'm not here every day. No, just four or five times a week. If you ask me, Nog should never have gone off to the academy. You lost a friend, and I lost a good waiter. Nog will be back, and he'll be wearing a Starfleet uniform. I'm proud of what he's doing. Remember that the next time you try and play Domjot by yourself. You don't want me play Domjot. Fine. I'll do my thinking someplace else. I also like the fact that they gave... Um... I suppose that's what you get for having friends. They gave Jake kind of a different role than his father. You know, he he went into this writing area and that, and more of a, you know, non-Starfleet kind of thing. Look who's talking. It's kind of a big, you know, stretch. You know, you'd think that this father and son team, which they haven't done a lot on Trek, that they would just immediately make him into uh, another Starfleet officer. And he uh, just walked into his quarters and sees what appears to be his mother. Mom? Okay, so um, 
So this episode, Shattered Mirror, from Season 4 of uh, the excellent Deep Space Nine. I wanted to cover this one for a few reasons. Uh, the the first one being, I think I've covered the other co- couple of Mirror Universe stories that they've done on Deep Space Nine. I like the uh, the little group of episodes they did. It kind of fleshed out that area of the of the universe and the series, and I think it was fun to always see the characters playing sort of opposite or, or Mirror Universe counterparts to themselves the uh, episode Shattered Mirror is written by Ira Stephen Bear who is one of the staff uh, head writers on Deep Space Nine and Hans Beamler uh, directed by James Conway a fairly regular director of Deep Space Nine and another thing about this episode is there, there are some pretty serious episodes just leading up to this in this season uh, things dealing with uh, with Earth and the changelings starting to uh, infiltrate and make everyone a little crazy and suspicious uh, on Earth and in Starfleet and everything and in the Federation. And so they, uh, they felt that it was time to kind of do, even though this is a serious episode, do sort of a, a, a lighter episode, you know, something that wasn't directly related to what was going on day-to-day on Deep Space Nine as far as the Changeling War and all of that. so uh, And I think it was a good idea. You know, it's always good to sort of mix things up and try uh, sliding in something a little different when you run uh, a certain set of episodes in a certain range for a while. So uh, there we go with the opening uh, credits, uh, created by Rick Berman and Michael Piller, Deep Space Nine. So now back into the episode, Act One. I'm afraid I'm not your mother, Jake. This is the woman I told you about. The one I met in the parallel universe. So, you're Jennifer Sisko, but you're just not my mom. That's right. You look exactly like her. And I was married to a man who looked exactly like your father. It's all a little confusing, isn't it? I'd say so, yeah. Did you tell her? Tell her what? Ever since my dad told me about you, I've been wanting to meet you. Wow. Here I am. You even sound like my mother. Ops to Captain Sisko. Jennifer Sisko is uh, actress is uh, Felicia Bell. Give me a few minutes. Offer him a tour of the station. I already have. His time here is limited and he's anxious to meet with the emissary. I'll be right there. So, why are you here? I came here to see your father. You've got uh, a little uh, fruit punch Gatorade to get me through today, so... Jennifer came to give me some good news. The Terrans have won an important victory. We've driven the Alliance off of the space station. Then the rebels control Terok Nor. I see your father has told you all about us. Well, I guess I'd better get to my meeting. I understand. It's not like you were expecting me. You're not leaving, are you? Is it all right if I visit with Jake for a while? I don't think Jake would have it any other way. Maybe the three of us can have dinner together. That depends on how long my meeting lasts. We'll wait. It's got to be a very weird thing, okay. uh, you know, for um, for them to deal with. I mean, I don't know. I just would have a hard time with, uh, you know, seeing seeing somebody that I cared about back alive, uh, you know, you in like a certain rock, way and, and so similar. Thank you. That would be nice. That's amazing. What? I never thought I'd hold these hands again. They feel just like my mother's. 
Why the emissary can't endorse his land reform program. It only took three hours. <laughs> If you like, we can go over the weekly personnel reports. In the morning, I have someone waiting for me in my quarters. Jake! Jennifer! Computer, locate Jake Sisko. Jake Sisko is not on the station. Uh-oh. Trouble. And he finds, like, a little kind of device there laying on his uh, table there in the quarters. Are you sure this is what Spidey used to transport you to the alternate universe? Looks like it. And you're convinced Jake's gone over there? He's not on the station, and neither is Jennifer. Maybe he convinced her to take him over there for a visit. Without asking me? Could be she left that behind as an invitation to join them. And I accept. But only to get Jake back. Want some company? I can think of safer places to visit. Major, you and the Chief come with me. Commander, you have ops. Expecting trouble, Major? I just want to be prepared. So they uh, grabbed a few uh, phasers and, uh, you know, of course, they're going to the mirror universe. I mean, come on. Energize. I'd be taking a big phaser with me. And they tried to transport, but only a Cisco made it through. Kira and the Chief didn't. Welcome back, Captain. What happened to the others? They weren't invited. Where's my son? He's with Professor Cisco. She's showing him the station. Tour's over. I'm taking Jake home. Then I'm afraid we have a problem. What kind of problem? Jake's not going anywhere. And neither are you. So they grab him, they took his weapon, and now it's uh, not looking quite uh, that good. Tarek Nor in rebel hands. It just shows what people can do when their cause is just. Save the speeches, Smiley. Right now I don't care too much for you or your cause. You have every right to be angry. We haven't exactly played fair with you. You kidnapped my son. Kidnapped? An ugly word. But accurate. Tell me, Captain. If we had come and asked for your help in fighting the Alliance, what would you have said? I'd have said no. Which is why we had to use your son to lure you over here. We need your help, Captain. No one else will do. Recognize her? The Defiant. During our last encounter, when I visited your station, I took a moment to download as many of your computer files as I could. I figured they'd come in handy someday. And they have. You see, Captain, taking Terraknor was one thing. Keeping it, that's the tricky part. The Alliance fleet is already on its way. When they get here, I won't have a proper welcome ready for them. These schematics look complete. Why do you need me? If you want to build another Defiant, why do you need my help? We've already built it. The problem is, when we power up its engines, the whole ship damn near shakes itself apart. 
We have the same trouble. It's a powerful ship. Well, right now, it's a little too powerful for its own good. How did you solve it? We had to overhaul the structural integrity field grids. How long does it take? Two weeks. We have four days. I'm not sure that's enough time. It had better be. Well, wouldn't it have the been smarter be for him to and like have, your son bring over uh, O'Brien too oh, to help still. with this? That's what Spend I've always thought when I saw this the part. Ore processing center under the tender mercies of an alliance overseer. Help us, Captain, and I promise we'll get you and your son out of here before the fireworks begin. Help us, Jake. The defines and a docking port. Ben, Five. You're our only hope. I think you know the way. I want to see my son first. I knew you would. Is he with us? You remember Captain Bashir? Captain. Captain Bashir, Captain O'Brien, Captain Sisko. We may not have enough troops or ships or weapons, but we have plenty of captains. Is he going to help us or not? You must have missed that cheery face, hmm? Relax. Yeah, the um, the captain has found it in his heart to aid us once Alexander again. Alexander Sadiq here is a uh, good Bashir, uh, the <coughs> alternate Bashir. I owed you that. I let you hit me once because I thought you were our captain, Cisco. Now I he's know got a uh, kind of beard and funny hair in this. Now. <laughs> it's uh, it, it is. If just I were you, I'd keep. Out of his way. Always a lot of fun to see them in their alternate. You and I friends. <laughs> I don't think so. Why not? You're too tall. I don't trust tall men. Tall women. That's a different story. Here, see for yourself. Here we have Jake, isn't she a little Nog and Jake you? meeting, or Who are at least you? Jake his meeting mother? the alternate Nog in Jake. Uh, Cork's bar. Dad. I'm, I'm sorry, but I had to come. Somehow talking to Jennifer, telling her all about the past nine years, about all the things that happened to me, what I've done, what I've been thinking about. It's like telling Mom. In a lot of ways, she's nothing like your mom. Yeah, but in some ways, she's just like her. And not just physically. She listens like Mom. And it's the exact same smile. Okay, Jake. This place is unbelievable. Chief O'Brien, Dr. Bashir, Dax, they're all here. I, I mean, I know it's not really them, but look, here's Nog. This is my father. He's tall, too. Look, Jaco, I have to talk to Jennifer alone for a minute. She likes you. Jake, whatever you're thinking, whatever plans you're making, forget about them. I'm not making any plans. Outside. Yeah, Cisco's not too happy about this situation. He's had a lot more chance to deal with it than Jake has. I just want to know Jake's kind of overwhelmed. Whose idea was this? Does it matter? It does to me. It was mine. We needed you to help us complete the ship. Smiley told me all about you, about your wife's death, about your son. I knew that Jake would want to meet me, that I'd remind him of his mother. You're nothing like his mother. I think Jake would disagree. Of course he would. In his mind, the three of us are already living together. Ben, you're the one that convinced me to join the rebels, to fight the good fight for my people. It's not your cause that I have a problem with. It's your methods. 
I'm sorry if Jake's feelings get hurt. But that's a small price to pay if it means success against the Alliance. All right, I'm here. And I'm going to help you. But I want you to leave my son alone. I can't. Why not? Jennifer! Because he won't leave me alone. Seems to me Cisco has gotten a little... I don't know. I, I, I would have thought he would have put up a little bit more of a fight here than, than this. You know, being pulled in and you know, made to do this is uh, it's really something that would go against his character. Typically. Now we see some space shots of a huge Klingon vessel. Just a monster ship. Oh, and here we have Garrick being dragged along by uh, a little dog cutler and leash. <laughs> Which is uh, a pretty nasty thing. I can't think of anything I'd rather do. Uh, so this is the Patak who lost her up north to the rebels. That's not exactly... Are you calling me a liar? Now we have alternate warp uh, with uh, pulling on Garrick's chain. <laughs> I was merely observing that, as one of many officers under the Intendant's command, it would be an overstatement to imply that I alone was responsible for our defeat. But you are the only officer who managed to escape. Perhaps I should have surrendered to the rebels, groveling on the floor, begging for my life, like the Intendant. You are attempting to shift the blame away from yourself. Am I succeeding? Oh. This time, I will deal with the rebels myself. You will be at my side, redeeming yourself in battle. Your fairness and good judgment are everything I've heard them to be. Believe me, my regent, it will take the blood of many rebels to quench the thirst of my revenge. <laughs> Spoken like a Klingon. I'm trying. Now, One thing that I've always wondered when... Um... This with these, uh, this mirror universe Deep Space Nine storyline is that the characters are not just opposites. They're kind of just more extreme a little bit. For example, the Klingons here, they're just kind of like more Klingon-like. You would think like if the Klingons are sort of a warrior race on in our universe, that on the mirror universe they would be like the opposite of that. They would be like pacifists maybe. But, uh, again, not everyone is just like a mirror or an opposite version of themselves anymore. Not like it was back in the, probably the original uh, Trek. But even then, they didn't have everyone as the exact opposite. Like Spock wasn't, for example. He was very much like he was in, 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 the, same, in the mirror universe, universe as he was in ours. I heard you were back. That's for making love to me under false pretenses. I was suspicious of you from the start. You hit it well. If you ever touch me again. Do you get my point? I hope not. What happened? Ah, you remember the intendant, don't you? I was taking her to an interrogation session when the vile little tyrant tried to escape. Oops. Pick her up. Leave her. She's not through with her lesson. If this is supposed to teach me a lesson, you might want to turn that little toy of yours to a higher setting. Gladly. 
That's enough! Side of you on. There's a difference between interrogation and torture. The Alliance never made that distinction. But you should. Take her back to her cell. Well done. I have to admit, the last time you were here, you had me completely fooled. I really thought you were my Benjamin Sisko. That was the idea. Help me escape, and I promise I'll be grateful. Very grateful. I'm sure you would be, but don't count on it. Well, then perhaps you'll find Marani and have her sent to my holding cell? Marani? One of my servants. I am a touch sore. And she does give the most exquisite massages. <laughs> yeah, and then a uh, visitor there in uh, the role of the attendant uh, always shows up in these episodes. Has According a great time, reports, I think, doing it. It's of it. unknown classification and carries an impressive weapons array. Some kind of improved photon torpedoes, multi-targeting phaser banks. How long until it is operational? Within two days. I know it's none of my business, but perhaps it would be prudent to increase our speed to warp nine. What? I was merely trying to be of service. If it was not for your incompetence, the rebels would have been destroyed. I thought we had agreed that it was the Intendant who was incompetent. I was merely following her orders. And for following those orders, you deserve to die. Then why don't you kill me? The Intendant was bad enough. She was irrational, accusatory, unappreciative, but at least... At least what? At least... I was able to please her now and then. Ah, <laughs> uh, Garrick. You are not my type. I never said I was. Increase speed to warp nine. Again, here, Garrick is very much like he is, I think, in so, the regular universe, just like he is in the it mirror. It's delicious. One. What do you call it? Chicken a Cisco. How did you learn to cook like this? Well, uh, all Cisco men have the cooking gene. Oh. Yeah. You should try my father's shrimp creole. <sighs> Maybe one day I will. <laughs> Come in. Jake, it's time to call it a day. How about some chicken a la Cisco? Jake made dinner. It's delicious. I am too tired to eat. Jake, oh. In a minute, Dad. I don't want to leave a mess. Oh, that's really not necessary. No, I want to. How's the work on the Defiant coming? Slowly. Yeah, now Cisco is um, feeling pretty, Does that feel better? pretty whipped, so yes, she comes up and uh, gives him a little neck massage. 
I don't expect to gain anything. I just want to remind you that I am not your enemy. I don't know why you're being so hard on me. After all, you pretended to be my husband, and I've forgiven you. By the way, you have done a good job with him. Jake, I mean. Well, you're not making that job any easier. Oh, he'll get over me. Maybe. I wish I could say the same. Is it really a surprise? Think about it. My Ben Cisco is dead. I look at Jake, and all I see is the sun that I'll never have. Maybe bringing him here wasn't such a good idea after all. For any of us. Come in. I've just got word. The Alliance fleet is less than eight hours away. I guess we've run out of time. Time to uh, get that ship running. Again, wasn't it have made more sense to bring some engineers over along with Cisco that, to help with this? It's not a lot of time, is it? It's all we have. Smiley! Your assembly crew won't let me into the torpedo bay. That's because they're trying to get the torpedo chambering mechanism online. Oh, great. So what am I supposed to do with these torpedoes? I have a few suggestions. Do you now? This isn't getting us anywhere. We need to buy ourselves some more time. Any ideas? It's kind of funny because, of course, you know, Bashir and O'Brien no are, are the probably the best of friends on Deep Space Nine. And here they're going at each other. Probably worse than anyone. Is that what you're worried about? I thought it was because I was going to reap all the glory. What good is glory when you're dead? Who said anything about dying? When are we leaving? I never like staying in one place for very long. Then it's settled. Before you go, we'd better make damn sure you can get us that extra time. Me help you fight the Alliance. What a perverse idea. I have a better one. Why don't I cut your throat? Quick death. Much less painful than anything the Regent will do to you. I think you'd better worry about what the Regent is going to do to you. The Regent has no reason to question my loyalty. It's not your loyalty he'll be questioning. It's your effectiveness. After all, he wouldn't have to retake Tarak Nor if you hadn't lost it in the first place. I didn't lose anything. It was Garrick and the rest of those Alliance fools. Their excessive brutality. I could never make them understand violence is a precision instrument. It's a scalpel, not a club. Garrick was smart enough to escape. Garrick is a coward. He ran at the first sign of danger. Probably straight into the Regent's arms, where he no doubt laid the blame for the loss of this station entirely on you. Yep, uh, good point. Uh, so you have a point. Maybe good. You should think then about it. Then I'll ask it. you again: Is there any weakness in the Alliance fleet? Something we can exploit? It's a possibility. 
Why don't you lower this force field and join me in here? Might help stimulate my thought process. I should think self-preservation would be stimulation enough for you. That's not a very friendly attitude, especially when you want my help. Uh, it's Professor Sisko, isn't it? Well, she's very attractive, but I've known green icicles that are warmer than she is. This has nothing to do with her. If you say so. Still. I've never been able to resist anyone named Benjamin Sisko. The Alliance ships are quick and powerful, but they do have one weakness. Their targeting systems can be fooled. They've been known to chase warp shadows. How do I know I can believe you? You're just going to have to trust me. in this episode too really went all out between that and all the different costuming and sets the key all the sets where is it you're not listening i didn't take the key you are lying i'm telling you he stole it from me while i was feeding him don't make me ask you again what could would the key do me even if i were to unlock this collar where could i go I can't get off this ship. And besides, you've searched me three times already. Where could I possibly be hiding it? Perhaps you swallowed it. Impossible. I'm very particular about what I eat. <laughs> That's pretty funny. We will see about that. Uh, uh, Regent! What is it? The key, sir. Somehow it fell into my boot. Now, do you believe me? If he dies, you die. Yeah, so uh, the alternate warp here stuck Garrett pretty good. Six liberators are approaching bearing 354 Mark 008. Their sensors have detected us. They're fleeing. Wise choice. But they will not get far. I hope these warp shadows we're emitting are going to fool them. We'll know as soon as they stop firing. Now we have uh, Dax and Bashir in this other uh, other alliance or not alliance uh, ship that uh, they took out to sort of lure them off. You look like you can use another pair of hands. Smaller ones might help. Here. Let me. I'm trying to recalibrate the torque sensors. Yes, I know to control the inertial dampers. It's Professor Cisco, remember? Sorry. For what it's worth, you should know that I've told Jake the truth. About my visit to you, why I brought him here, everything. And? And he said that it doesn't matter, that he's still glad to have met me. Funny thing is, I know he means it. He has a forgiving nature. Mm, it's more than that. I don't think he could be angry with me, even if he wanted to. 
I remind him too much of his mother. He loved him very much. No one has ever cared about me like that before. Try to remember how old Jake would have been when uh, so, his mother died. If it's Not very old. all right with you, I will see to it that he is Probably sent back to Deep Space Nine. Probably somewhere around six or so, I think. When? Something like that. Right away. What's Smiley going to say about that? He trusts you to finish your job. And so do I. Would you like to say goodbye to him? I'd better finish here. Tell Jake I'll see him soon. Ben? When we first met, there was a, a connection between us. And now, because of what I've done, it's gone, isn't it? I'm not sure it was real to begin with. I better go get Jake home. It's a good stuff with this episode. You know, you get a lot of uh, feel for what it would have been like for for Cisco with his wife and with Jake and, and just that whole relationship situation and how they would have uh, been maybe when they were older hey, together. What are you doing there? Nothing. I'm just thinking. Well, think somewhere else. You're making me uncomfortable. <laughs> What's so funny? Where I come from, it's you and I that would hang out here. And it's your uncle that would chase us away. Am I supposed to be impressed by that? I don't care about some parallel universe. I only care about this one. And in this one, I run a bar, and you do your thinking in your quarters. All right. Major point. I'm waiting. I'm going. Good. You're a long way from home, human. Guess I am. Jake, I need to speak with you. In private. Sure. Human. <laughs> I always like the way the Ferengi say that. Now we've got uh, them back at uh, Kira's cell here. Tell me something. Are you as bored as I am? I'll take that as a yes. You know, I bet... If we put our heads together, we could create a little excitement for ourselves. You sentenced my wife to death. Isn't that a coincidence? I was hoping you weren't married. I've prepared the attendant's dinner. Show me. here is uh, letting her out. Nicely done. Thank you. I have a ship waiting for you at landing pad C. I'm going to need that more than you will. I wasn't aware we were on the same side. You killed my father and my uncle. Thanks to you, I own the bar. Jettison the docking scaffold. 
Captain! I think it's time for you to go. I believe that was the agreement. I'm on my way. Just wanted to wish you luck. Thanks. You've given us a fine ship. I only wish I could have gotten to know her better before taking her into battle. Still, there's nothing like a little on-the-job training to get the adrenaline pumping. <laughs> ah. Get out of that chair, Smiley. What do you mean? Just do it. Seal the airlock, release docking clamps after. Thrusters at one-quarter impulse. What are you standing there for, Smiley? Captain, you never cease to amaze me. Sometimes I even surprise myself. Ah, he likes the defiant ship anyway, so he's not, not going to let anyone else take her out. Let's find out. Take us out of here. You sure you want to leave now? Hoping this new rebel ship keeps the alliance busy while I get to Bajor. I have friends there who'll hide me. Well, don't worry about me. I won't tell anyone where you are. <laughs> tell anyone. I don't see why you can't come to Deep Space Nine with me. Believe me, Jake, it's better in the long run if I don't, for all of us. Jennifer, you look as beautiful as ever. Maneuvers. Pattern Delta. Pattern Delta? What's that? Rocker. Rocker? Port to starboard. Hard. Got it. Can't lose yeah, it was Glenn Newfield and Gary Gunsel to work on the effects for this episode. Along with, of course, many of their uh, crew and team. Fire. remember that one. You know, I really have to thank you, Jennifer. Not only do you guarantee me safe passage off the station, but you make the perfect gift for the Regent as well. You want me to go with you? Fine. But leave the boy here. Why is he so important to you? That doesn't matter. You're not taking him. I've never seen you so passionate. Gives you a lovely glow. All right, he doesn't have to come. No! Oh, that was unfortunate. She needs a doctor. Mm. I'm afraid it's too late for both of you. It just out of curiosity, why was she protecting you? She's my mother. Your mother? You're Cisco's son. From the other side? Well, in that case, give your father a message from me. Tell him I spared your life. That's a dead 
that I intend to collect. Yeah, so, uh, the alternate Jennifer jumped in front of the, the blast and just saved Jake and died, of course. We run all right, right at it. Ah, pattern suicide. Concentrate your fire on that ship. It's changing course. It's headed directly toward us. Good. That should make things easier. Terranor will soon be ours again. Then you could spend the rest of your life contemplating your failure as you labor alongside the other slaves in the ore processing center. It's nice to have something to look forward to. She is down to 25%. One more hit could finish us. Then we'll have to make sure we don't get hit. I'll take the helm. Nothing personal. I just know this ship better than you. She's all yours. Hold on. Just great looking effects here. The Defiant swooping around this huge Klingon vessel. You can't uh, seem to make a good direct hit on the Defiant. The Defiant's too small, too agile. I want that ship destroyed now! They're flying too close! I can't target them! We put a hole in their forward shields. Nice shooting, Smiley. Hold on. A bird of prey just locked onto us. Secondary power to F shields. What secondary power? We gotta get us out of here. We can't risk giving the cruiser a clear shot. I was just starting to like this ship. Yeah! Now Bashir's ship Bashir popped Aren't in. Aren't you gonna welcome me back? I never thought I'd be happy to hear your voice. You'll get over it. Cisco to Bashir. Concentrate your fire on their four shields. That's not looking too good. But perhaps the moment has arrived to remove your august presence from the battlefield. Mean retreat. I hope I'm not out of line. The cruise is changing course. They're going to warp. Yep, so they ran off. broken off their attack on the station. We've won. You sound surprised. Surprised? I'm astonished. Well, not that I'm complaining. <laughs> I have been betrayed! There can be no other explanation for my defeat. I certainly can't think of any. You must be found and punished. She will. It is the intendant we're talking about, isn't it? The intendant of Kronos. All I ask is that when the moment comes that you allow me, your humble servant, to the honor of administering her punishments, I promise you, she will regret her disloyalty before she dies. Dispose of the intendant. I will dispose. 
souls of the rebels. Make it so! <laughs> so he gets to say his old, uh, his old friend Picard's line, make it so. Dad. See, I told you he'd come. How is she? So, Shattered Mirror, another uh, cool and uh, interesting take on the Mirror Universe for Deep Space Nine. Uh, and, and, you know, they they got a good chance there to um, fight off the Alliance and the Klingons and with the new Defiant. And we got to see a lot more of uh, Jennifer Sisko and that relationship, like I said. Uh, it just It's always fun to see them do those kind of things. They, they've even uh, it's been talked and, uh, you know, bandied about that, uh, you know, wouldn't it be kind of cool to see a Star Trek series just completely set in the Star Trek uh, mirror universe? You know, uh, I think that uh, it has some possibilities. So, uh, so anyway, Shattered Mirror. Hope you enjoyed that uh, listening to it with me and uh, my comments. It, uh, it's a fun episode and uh, always good to see another one of those. So uh, I'll be right back uh, with the, the end of the show and the podcast. When you're not listening to Treks and Sci-Fi and our friend Rico, please listen to the Anomaly Podcast. You can find us online at AnomalyPodcast.com. That's A-N-O-M-A-L-Y Podcast.com. Okay, everyone, I am back. Uh, just briefly, we're going to just wrap up the show now. Uh, no collectible talk uh, or reviews this week, uh, going to be uh skipping over that and uh we'll be covering something hopefully next week uh for next week's show i I realized i have uh still a few star trek uh, films that i haven't done yet uh it's been a while i think the last one that i covered uh was way back in february i did generations i was just looking over my uh the history and uh table that i have for the podcast and what i've covered in that and uh so next week hey let's let's cover another star trek movie next week 
for podcasts that will be 184. Let's do Star Trek First Contact. And I'm really looking forward to doing uh, and covering that, but I'd also like to hear from uh, people that listen to the show uh, and what you guys think of that movie. That is generally thought of as uh, one of the best, I think, of the next-gen cruise movies. Uh, I really enjoy it, and I I think it'll be a lot of fun to cover. So uh, send your comments in. Send me some audio comments, uh, or you can call the voicemail line and leave a message. 206-666-6627. And let me know what you think of First Contact, and uh, I will include those on next week's show for number 184. And then the week after that, again, of course, we'll be doing that special video show where you will be uh, seeing uh, people's commentary and their take on various Star Trek episodes and what their favorite ones are. Send those in uh, as well. If you need a way to uh, get that uh, video file to me, or have any questions again about that, just email me and we'll work out something. Uh, there's a place called I Know You Send It that people use uh, to do that, uh, which works pretty well. I also can set it up on the website to allow you to upload a, a file directly to uh, the storage for the uh, the podcast and the site. So uh, if you need any help on that, again, email me and I'll help you out. Uh, I think that's all. I hope you enjoyed this week's episode and uh, the talk about uh, the movie of Batman and uh, all kinds of things. Uh, and uh, I will talk to you again next week, everyone. Take care until then. Bye-bye. For more information on Trex and Sci-Fi, visit the Trex and Sci-Fi website at www.trexinsci-fi.com. This has been a Rico Dosky production. All right, visitors.